0: Hello and welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Midnight Mass. This is book three, Proverbs, written by Mike and James Flanagan, directed by Mike Flanagan. I gave this episode an 8.3 out of 10, the monologues. There were so many monologues in this episode. I was not sure if I was watching a Shakespearean play. watching the rebirth of dracula i was happy to get the reveals there were some really good acted scenes but for the most part i was running out of breath and i wasn't even the actors so let's get into the recap paul goes to confession for the sin he is about to commit he will lie about john Pruitt, who was much sicker than anyone thought when he went to jerusalem in the thick of dementia and that the man that they once knew would not be the very same person they had grown to love he needs to prepare them for the miracles that will come currently Bev is hologasming before the supposed miracle of Lisa walking she then insistently follows him into his home when he steps away because he is ill he coughs and wretches in the sink and as she is waiting and wondering if she ca- should call the doctor that's when she gets a good look at a photo on the wall and begins to realize what i was beginning to realize at the exact same moment the scarboroughs take lisa to sarah who is very happy for what has happened for lisa despite her parents insisting it's a miracle she does say You know, it is possible, it's not impossible that all this time she has been healing. And while I understand why one of religious faith would see this as a miracle, Dr. Gunning also wants to utilize, she's not disregarding what they are saying or believing, she just wants to utilize science for not only could this be beneficial to other people, but what has precipitated this because miracles are... Basically that rare occurrence in science where the odds are <laughs> are just that 1% or that 02 percent. She is concerned they are more readily accepting of God's gift than spend any more money investigating why it has happened. Emotionally you can't blame them, but with your child, always safe rather than sorry. Especially after the weird cat incident and then the oil spill. Back at the Gunnings, Mildred has... Oh, well, we never left there. But Mildred has made her way up the steps to her old room, which worries Sarah. She's like, you can't, you're going to break your hips. You can't go up these steps. How the fuck am I going to get you down? I don't have like one of those <laughs> uh, chairs to have you go up and down the steps. Many have already flocked to be blessed by the father with Bev taking over full possession of of the benefits from such a resurgence in the faith holding prayer riley while attending to man aa has wrapped his head around what could have happened but what he doesn't understand is how father paul knew when he breaches the subject of lisa paul replies it wouldn't be sufficient enough for him to know that he just felt a connection so strong to Lisa he beckoned her to walk liar liar whore liar whore and you know it I wish I had something more but I don't have more to give <laughs> he doesn't want this to be known outside of the town either speaking of the town they come out in droves to watch Lisa in a manner that can quickly become toxic as Aaron greets her into school as concerned as Riley Annie isn't wearing her glasses, and Ed no longer has his back pain. And I put it in my notes at this moment before I realize. And then I'm just now compounded on what that means. Holy shit, he's been giving them fucking blood in the communion wine because as soon as soon as i saw that i was like wait they're healing too or they're getting better and the only thing i could think of is that he put something in the communion wine because lisa went more regularly to church so she got more of the miracle blood the two rekindle some passion via dance as warren gets a tap on the window from lisa instead of being haunted by his past Riley decides to go and spend some time with Aaron Romance is in the air it seems As Lisa and Warren kiss in a boat in the middle of the lake At night under the stars Another failed musical montage for me But Mildred is still climbing steps The church is getting more packed as the family and Bev specifically capitalize on the quote unquote miracle while Aaron and Riley grow closer. They even made posters. That's fucked up. So do these late night visits between Warren and Lisa as far as things going closer. That's not fucked up. Uh, I was like, don't get pregnant though. While preparing for mass, Warren catches Paul adding something from a flask to the communion wine this, this this is not okay i will say he was smooth with it he didn't even look like I'm, is this wrong <laughs> he just stared directly at him like i'm not gonna pretend like it's weird and if i don't then he won't and he didn't Pog is a pretty stirring and dare i say uh i don't know something militant about his sermon before getting dizzy and then passing out back to the confession booth he remarks upon the tale of damascus and somewhere in there is why he chose the name paul pruitt wandered from the group once again into the desert lost confused scared suffering from dementia i'm gonna be real honest this was the longest story of my fucking life i tuned the fuck out i was like damn just stop the soliloquies and tell me what the hell happened The man wandered into the desert, got caught in the sandstorm. Ruins were unearthed, which this story is hilarious in itself. There was a door to some ruins, so he went in. This was definitely a very uh, odd way to meet a, a vampire, but sure, sure. Sure, sure, sure. So why they had to scare me like that though? Why do they need to? It's a nice transition from his dark lining light to Dr. Gunny having the light in his eyes but it scared the shit out of me. Sarah says that he is fighting off a virus with elevated body temp and heart rate. Bev immediately gets water intending to control every aspect of her ticket into infamy and importance. Paul tells Sarah she takes care of everyone and that he is proud of her. And that he does not intend to miss mass with mildred sharif learns ali is reading the bible when he finds it in his backpack joe hears a bang on his door and is visibly shook to see Lisa in his home this scene was extraordinarily well acted by both actors but damn, was an emotional as she comes in and looks around before turning off the tv she tells him about the day that she was shot about the sounds her father made that she's never heard since or before as he cradled the hole of the bullet in his daughter's spine she hated him for going through time and taking things from her she wanted him to hurt to suffer so this is how she imagined his life to be so when he begged for forgiveness she would tell him no but she does forgive him she's still angry but forgives him anyway because the hatred was holding her back and now this can help him recover because nothing is in his way but him she quotes proverbs but i needed to go find a bucket to mop up my tears and that's when the scene got entirely too long once again at the town hall meeting sharif makes a very simple request please don't pass out bibles at the school you wouldn't like if i passed the Quran out at your school or pass it around uh, this is a public place of education there no, doesn't it need to be religion and the school she calls out the fact that his son is learning the bible because she's a fucking cunt I really can't stand her and then as he's explaining you know what his religious religion actually believes in and why and starts to actually win over the crowd she pulls out the white woman manipulation tool And then goes into religious fever. And I hate these people. I'm with Aaron. I can't. I can emphatically say. These people are the scum of humanity. Why won't you die? Her death can't come soon enough for me. So I hope it is sooner rather than later. Aaron too wants to claw her eyes out. Tired of her bullshit. She's like I'm of the same faith. And I don't believe that. And i feel as if more people need to be it's this community that's why you have to leave it that's why joe said his sister died and didn't even want to be buried there riley is writing writing letters for amends and delivering them is the hard part sarah goes to help mildred to bed but she is not only aware but alert saying she was somewhere dark and now is suddenly awake and the two hug at aa joe tells them about his experience and that he didn't drink didn't even know about the meetings paul tells riley not to bullshit as he can tell joe something he can't to help him with this decision which is that showing up is the first part it may not be always but for tonight that's something after they help him put away the chairs as he convulses and coughs when they leave and this was another really long fucking conversation and rather profound after one fucking meeting to be honest i only like that he called uh bev a money launderer he was surprised he ended up in the one place he never thought he would so that's a life proverb never assume and that uh is it gonna ever be different for people like us and riley says if we work hard they can become different which will make them feel different and that's the best that they can hope for after prayer at sharif's he ali wants to go to the saint patrick get together but sharif says no he uh then counters with you know i never really had a choice on being a muslim you converted to muslim when or you did it for mom and i know lisa this is a miracle i'm telling you it's a miracle and that's when he also brings up the fact that he left his last job because his precinct was racist and i'm thinking what was your thought process of coming to a racist community you thought because they were christian they were going to be more tolerant you should have known better he tells his son god doesn't choose one person to save over the other which this is very i mean it's really hard to, to tell people that you know oh they she he chose to save Lisa's legs but the kid having a tumor in their head they they die and he also brings up the fact that his mother died of pancreatic cancer he's like do you want to know what that's like and i don't want to tell you because that's something i bear for both of us but i'm telling you right now you know that's not how god works if you're trying to tell me that's how god works then i would just have to be angry and hate god and tells him to kiss his mother, which he does dutifully. And he says, we'll talk about it more tomorrow. But the thing is, you brought your child to a place in which they are going to be isolated. It's not even so much about religion. It's about the fact that he is he doesn't have anyone to relate to, even with his faith. So if he had one or two or even three or four people or a, a, a place that they can go to, on the island where he doesn't need to feel so isolated in his faith then you know ultimately he's just he wants to fit in jump scares i hate them and <laughs> when he turned off the light i freaking screamed Bev, continuing to be the worst is inviting or has invited the scarboroughs over she just stay in his crib now to host an appreciation dinner, she wants them to host an appreciated dinner for Father Paul for all that he has done for them. Not God. It's all about what the church have done for you and the man, and that's not supposed to be it. Sturgis is there as well, fixing the uh, fixing the sink. Father Paul arrives, and all they can do is scream and watch as he spits out blood and seizures. 911 now! He looked hella dead back in the confessional booth in the cave he is attacked by a creature who starts to drain his blood but when he sees him praying he gets an idea i'm about to make this bitch an acolyte so he can bring me a buffet <laughs> and so he drank from the veins of the creature instead and his youth was restored and somehow no way he thought this shit was an angel rather than a demon guy's all about suffering i think if you get what you want he must be the devil (laughs) you ain't got your loot your youth back then he somehow no way got this creature in a chest all the way from jerusalem back here and never got caught that just makes no fucking sense i mean it's just bullshit fuck oh my, my 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 currently he rises from the dead and it's another miracle witnessed now by the mayor his wife bev and sturges and if anyone took the time which is the irony of the episode to look the truth is in plain sight as a photograph of a young monsignor pruitt is right there on the fucking wall so i am continuing to like the series i want to see where this goes i have a feeling it's gonna be awful hopefully the next episode will not be so preachy But if you want to send feedback for our next episode, blackercouch at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.